You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. All right. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's uh, officially season two of the Beat Bodega. Guys, we made it. 2021. We made it. Can we call that season two or, or do we call it year two? Uh, well, we haven't completed a full year. We're just through season two. What are we going to do? So we're going to say a season is 24 episodes. It's usually 23, 22, but now with the new streaming, they go around 10, 13. Well, that's all right. We'll go. We could whole... do the British method, six episodes. We'll go the whole year. That'll be okay. completely. Damn, that's that's inten- how do how do they do that in podcasts? Do they I don't really? Know. Do they I have never. Seasons? No, they just go by episode numbers. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, which this is 24? twenty-four. Episode twenty-four. Twenty-four episodes. All right. So this originally this was supposed to be our remix episode, but unfortunately, oh, we remixed it. We remix. We remixed. <laughs> Right. So, well, we uh, unfortunately we lost we lost a legend um, in in the in the hip hop breaking community, and uh, it was Adolfo Gutierrez Quinones, uh, aka Shabadoo, aka Ozone for breaking fans. Ozone. Oh, Carlos, street dancer. So, I know. so so we decided to make this a, a celebration of of Shabadoo's life, as you know, I you know Eric and I had collectively seen these movies. Well, probably over a hundred times. Yeah. So, uh, Carlos, I, I, I know, I know you. Um, I know you're talking about that. We don't um, pay attention and we don't listen. So, I have the definitive Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the the list: five Shaggy, gotta do shit. Four Fred. He didn't really do much either. Well, he was the hero, wasn't he? Nah. He was three, a pretty, just a pretty face. Three Daphne, two Scooby Doo. And number one, Thelma. What yeah. about Scrappy? Boom! Fuck that guy. That was a that was a money grab. <laughs> <laughs> I like Scrappy. That was the baby Yoda of Scrappy. Actually, you know what I like? So, I, who was the hot guy? Remember that weird guy that would show up every once in a while? That he was like a hot man, like a superhero. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, he was in. The, actually, I saw the. Speaking of Scooby Doo, I saw the the re, the the the, the Scoob, the one that they redid recently. Oh, that was awesome, and it was. It was uh, really good. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, considering that this is a tribute to somebody, we could actually jump back on the regular episode. Well, Shabba Doo, Scooby Doo, I got it. I got yeah, where yeah. you're going with yeah. this. My point is, don't say that I don't listen. Is what I'm. So saying. you you rank, you, you rank Thelma ahead of that? Was she the brains of the operation? Is that her shit? Well, I have a different reason. Yeah, we won't go there. Okay. <laughs> but uh, all right. So hey, and we could credit them for um, um, bringing Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. together. Was it that movie or was yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Oh, I think those were first. The, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So Shabadoo. Shabadoo. Yes. Shabadoo. Yes. Ozone. Uh, Ozone. So. The idea wasn't to mourn; it's to celebrate this guy and, and and everything that he meant to break dancing and to music and what these movies meant to music and and what he's done. So <clears throat> we did uh, we did make a playlist for this episode. We kind of took the the best songs from uh, Breaking One and Breaking Two. Um, I'll go over the list. It's only twelve songs. Um, Obviously, we we started off with "Ain't Nobody" by Chaka Khan and Rufus. It's just pretty much the signature 
song of, of, of the movies. Uh, when I See You by Ollie and Jerry, which is the hospital scene in part two. Um, 99 and a half featuring Carolyn Towns. That was uh, when TKO practices the dance routine for the finale and, and breaking one. Uh, that was probably the best montage of the movie. I don't disagree. I don't you know, because how about that first one where, you know, Ozone and Turbo are practicing together and then they give each other this look <laughs> after they just finished. They're, they're getting ready to battle Electro Rock yeah. and, and they just, they're coordinate and they just give each other a look. Yeah. I want you guys to know that if I ever give you that look, I'm going to slip it in in the middle of the night. Because it was the gayest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! Like you watch it, just watch that part, and you're like, I think they had a thing for each other. It's oh. it's amazing. And then the the next song is uh, "Dindada" by the great George Krantz. That's the oh the Pompeo. the the opening <laughs> the opening to uh, the Miracle Show the the opening of the show, uh, Hot Streak, Body Rock. Uh, this is uh, when. Kind of when he has that that moment with Kelly, when you see the handicapped guy dancing, he goes, "You see his face? That's dancing, Kelly." That was that scene. Um, to Benton Jam with uh, Chris the Glove Taylor. Uh, that's when they first walk into Radiotron. That's what's playing. And by the way, Pelo plays earlier in Breaking Two, when they're doing a, a montage scene. Yeah, well, so it's played yeah. twice. Yeah, so yeah. they do the, and then. Uh, <clears throat> And then uh, you have Tour de France by Kraftwerk, the leg legendary Kraftwerk. That's the famous broom scene from part one. Um, and then Combat with Ice-T and Krista the Glove Taylor. That's when they, they, neg they negotiate the, the truce with the Electros, or he tries to, when he tries to get them to perform in, uh, for the Miracle Show. Um, Party People Go Off, which is Ice-T and uh, Chris the Glove Taylor. That actually doesn't come out in the movie. They, well, it's it's isn't it the beginning when he he just does the slight rap from the beginning? Just, right, just a slight rap. So there was, there was uh, when they came out with the soundtrack. Every here in the United States, the movie was breaking. Everywhere else, it was called Breakdance. Nice. And that song was in that soundtrack, but it wasn't in the American soundtrack, which was weird. Uh, Reckless, Ice T and Krista Glove Taylor. That was the first battle in Radiotron versus Electro Rock. There's no stopping us with Ollie and Jerry, probably the other signature song of the of the movie. That's uh, Eric's favorite line, "Ozone Street Great. Dancer." <laughs> and then, uh, but you know what's cool? As I was watching it today, because when he first introduces himself, he gives his full name, and then he's like performer, he does. performer, and then at the end, he he finally came to terms with himself. Yeah, street dancer. <laughs> And, and then believe believe in the beat by carolyn towns uh and that's when you that, i like that scene because you see the electros walk up the stage and finally join uh tko to perform and and that's the, kind of the the hey it's the happy ending and i i do like that ozone you know and he never he didn't really care about top billing no. you know giving turbo first dibs we all know he was the better dancer. He was the better dancer. You know, and then Special <laughs> K and then and Ozone. But can we go back to the gay thing? Because there's this line that no, happened in this movie. No, let's not. Look, look. If those dudes. This is this supposed is, to be a tribute to the guy, Hold on. Man. Hold on. Hey, I love Ozone. 
let's not even get started on on the tube tops that he wore throughout both movies, dude. Yes. But, but here, here's a good one. If those dudes want to see us dance, have them come down here. Or maybe they're afraid of getting raped or mug. Raped? Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm also was a freak, dog. <laughs> Well, as 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 a Puerto Rican, I'm gonna defend him. <laughs> but maybe they're, they're just re- referring to Venice being a rough place. But uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, look, it, it, you know, we're joking and everything, but but the guy. No, there's a lot of love for these movies, man. Yeah, the, if you know us, I, I I grew up watching these movies. It's actually the second album I ever purchased. Well, I ever owned the first being Thriller. And these movies have been a part of my life forever. They're a big influence on me. And why I was, I couldn't believe that people really didn't dance on the street when you get older. Like, I, I seriously had an issue with that. Like, <laughs> we would break out in choreographed dance. Uh, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned that in the early episode. Yes, because I really thought that shit would happen, man. Well, that, I'm not that's kidding. A, that's, that's the same as my my Greece thing. When I thought at the end of the year, like we would go to a carnival and then all of us would start dancing together. <laughs> so lies. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's dive into a little bit to uh, kind of the history of of Mr. Uh, Gutierrez Quinones, um, born and raised in Chicago. You know, he was uh, started started as a as a Soul Train dancer. Uh, when when the show was filmed in Chicago before it moved to to LA, he actually he danced with his sister, uh, Fawn Quinones. He's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No nah, man, no so, disrespect, man. I gotta stop. No, that's all right. You're already deep in it. So, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I I saw an interview how he was talking how when when they started off uh, dancing for Soul Train and. Um, they actually picked up and moved this show to Los Angeles. And he was like, oh, shit, you know, I lost my opportunity. And, uh, you know, his mom got them together and said, hey, you know, we're going to pick up and move the movie to L.A. So he ended up going back, Um, you know, and and I know uh, you guys touched a little bit on it when we were texting earlier today, but uh, he was part of the, the original Lockers. Was he, he's the first, one of the first, like, uh, up rocks and stuff like that, right? That's, uh, uh, that's what well, started? Not, not, not up rocks, but yeah, up rock is yeah, up rock is, uh, that's just popping and locking. That's popping. Lo- okay. Yeah. But th- that's for anyone who can't see, I was doing hand you, movements. You were popping and locking, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one thing I did learn in an interview that I was watching, he, he was a Latin King. He was a no gang shit. member. Yeah. And then, um, so none it's of the negative. Huh? I mean, maybe it was, it was different. Maybe huge. the Latin Kings weren't as mean as they were when we were in. in well, no, it's a huge. It was huge. It, was, it was still a, might Chicago. be huge in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, enormous. But maybe they weren't. You know, maybe the gangs were different. Maybe it was a community. It was like a club where kids used uh, this got sounds, together. This sounds a lot like your dancing fantasy. Oh man, because. <laughs> He, he, he looks grew, like such a nice guy. Well, but but that, that's he grew up in a rough neighborhood, and, but Shit, he, he wanted to dance, you know, and he'll then, cut you. He'll cut you. But uh, again, original member of the lockers, uh, you know, they were they were considered the, the first group to bring it to the mainstream, aside from the New York guys. But you know, they it was a little different. What was that group? Like the crazy legs group? That well, you had the New York City Breakers, you had um, 
Well, that was one crew. And then you had uh, Fuckboy Can I Remember. So the Lockers was pretty much did this, what, 10 years before they kind of brought it, right? Because it was like what, late, late 70s. Right? Well, the first time you, like the first in, in Flashdance, at the end of Flashdance, is when you see, you know, you see Crazy Legs and, yeah, I can't remember the name of the crew. Rock, rock Steady. Rock, rock Steady. Steady. Damn, yeah. Gilbert. That's why we keep so, it. And then, um, so, you know, which I believe that's the first time you ever saw. I don't, did, did Flashdance come out before Breaking? Yes, I think so. I think so, yeah, because I think the first time you ever seen them in a movie is that eighty-three. Yeah, and then I get then Beat Street came after. Uh, actually, I I was looking that up. So Breaking actually came out a month before Beat Beat Street. Before Beat Street, yeah, yeah, in eighty-four. Let's remember the year nineteen eighty-four, which goes back to my theory. Yeah, best movies came out in nineteen eighty-four. Wonder Woman tried to jump on that by calling itself Wonder Woman eighty-four, but. Not a good movie. But not a good movie. So <laughs> just have to throw that in there. Have you seen that shit yet, Gilbert? No, man. I, I'm, oh, my I'm, God. No. No, sorry. Okay. Sorry, Gil. You don't need to go watch Carlos, it. Go, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is what makes uh, the lockers important in hip-hop history, or just in, in, in history. So uh, you had Tony Basil. Who? Yeah, that, that Tony Basil. Hey, Mickey, you're so Who fine. never ages. She's Who, part yeah. vampire. Yeah, Hot she, as fuck. So... Badass dancer too, which nobody like she was gave a, her credit. And she was a legit, yeah, she was a legit yeah. break dancer, you know. And she had collaborated with the Talking Heads, Elvis Presley, David Bowie. She actually gets no credit in the movie, but the dancing scenes in a in a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood she choreographed. Cool. Um, and then uh, Tom, and she's got to be eighty, by the way. Yeah, she's which got to be like eighty years old, still doing choreography. Yeah, dude. And then. Uh, so one of the founders, uh, Don Campbell, uh, who was the core founder, Fred Berry, was the penguin, who you guys know as Rerun. From get the fuck uh, out of here! He was one of them too. He was he was one of them too. And nice then, shit, and which then, is awesome because I think this guy had a had a was on this show. Yeah, he was. He came out on an episode. Yeah, yeah. no and, way. Rerun yeah. was a fucking so, damn. But, but watch him dance. They oh yeah, the same. Like because that that came from that area, so that that little move. And then um, Greg Pope, of course, Adolfo Quinones, um, Bill Williams, Leo Williamson, and Anthony Foster. Those were th- those were the lockers. So before we knew who he really was. He was he had already cemented himself in 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 kind of the, the hip hop elements culture, you know. So he was he was they're already legendary before the movie, you know. I mean, because he was dancing since the seventies, you know, when he was coming out on Soul Train, it was it was what mid seventies, and uh, he was already known as a, as a great dancer. And then you tie him into that crew, and then they started dancing for Soul Train, and then when they disbanded. Um, he went back as a solo dancer on Soul Train. Um, but as respected as Tony Basil is as a choreographer, so was Shabadoo. He um, choreographed the dancing in uh, the All Night Long Lionel Richie video. He was he choreographed uh, for Madonna in the Who's That Girl tour. Um, he actually, one of the cool... Uh, one of the cool stories was the dancers from all night long, if you look, 
they're all the same people from breaking. He he hired all of those people to do the to, to they they kind of like hang hung out together like Pop and Lo, Pop and Taco and and all yeah. those people yeah they're, yeah they all Boogaloo shrimp yeah like they were always because you see them like in different videos like Shaka Khan yeah I feel for you yeah. with uh, I was I was doing research because of the the um what's her name Lollipop Lollipop uh, yeah Lollipop Sanchez yeah. who was the electro she I liked her because she stayed true to electro rock. In the first and second movie, <laughs> yeah. where where Pop and Taco switched over to TKO, and he went against his old school team, man. Yeah, but was fucked up. but I mean, remember TKO is Turbo Kelly and Ozo. You yeah, can't add you can't a, add a you can't add a fourth letter rock. They they needed it for that battle in, That's true. in Electric Boogaloo. That's true. Electro Rock. <laughs> right, but, but hey you know but and we'll get into it a little bit later because i do have information that guy on was those another guys. badass dancer too steve yeah notorio yep. i can't remember his name but yeah yeah so no dude the, his the, name the, was strobe in the movie i thought that's a cool that'd be a cool street name strobe, strobe was yeah he was the, the leader of, of yeah of electro but uh so he also i so i i I don't remember the show that well, but I remember it existed. Was when Jamie Kennedy had a show on MTV. There was choreography, and you know he he did the choreography for that show. This is what I didn't know that uh, Shabadoo actually did the choreography for uh, Three Six Mafia in the Academy Awards when they yes. went when they won the the Oscar for the like uh, what was it like a pimp or whatever hard, hard out here for a pimp hard out here for a pimp bitch. Yeah, Beat that, that bit. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the movie had a lot of trick. Yeah, the, both movies had a lot of legends, like you, Boogaloo Shrimp, Little Coco, Pop and Taco, Lollipop, uh, Cooley Jackson, Shooter McGavin, Shooter, well, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter McGavin wasn't the first one, but you know the legendary Cooley Jackson. You guys know who he is? No, sir. He was the one that taught Michael Jackson how to moonwalk. Nice. So, and then uh, rest in peace, Mr. Animation was in that too. Um, legendary breakdancers. And then, of course, you had Ice T in the movies. You had uh, Krista Glove Taylor and then, you know, Carolyn Towns. Um, I think I think you're forgetting the, the brightest star of all. Jean Claude Van Damme? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with Martika. Uh, 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 oh, uh, shit, I forgot about Martika. Uh, you, had, you had your time to shine what and you fuck, fucked it man? up. Well, no, and and not only, not only, not only <laughs> John Claude Van Damme, but you have his nemesis in, in Kickboxer, uh, t- the guy that played Tong Po in Kickboxer. Uh, what's his name? His name is Michael, uh, Michael Kesey, right? Eric, do you I don't know. So I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Did you ever see yeah, Kickboxer? He's like wearing a lot of makeup. You're not going to know. Thirty years old. Yeah. Well, he's the bad guy. In Kickboxer. Probably so, the last time I saw Breaking and Breaking 2. This was the last time I saw Kickboxer. Oh, really? I, I have them if you ever want to come over and yeah, just have a party. I, ha- I have them also. I'll ship them off to you. So. Shit. But, um, you know. Yeah, and they, they have ties, too. Like, Shooter McGavin and, and uh, Lucinda Dickey worked in uh, Grease 2. Yeah. Together. There was a lot of dancers from Grease 2 that also appeared in Breaking 2. Yeah, could I'm breaking well, well, I I know his actual name is not Shooter McGavin. What's his real name? He'll always be Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah. But let, let's give him his just dues. Hey, whatever, man. I wouldn't mind being known for like 
you know, that's my role, Shooter McGavin. That's what everybody calls me, man. Christopher <laughs> McDonald. Christopher McDonald, which I'm sure has been in a shit ton of movies, but. Yeah, he has been. Of course he has. Yeah, but it's, yeah, he'll never get past Shooter McGavin. Street dancing belongs on the street. It won't get you to Broadway. It's a good that's, quote. From that's from uh, Shooter McGavin. James, or James <laughs> as he was known in. Yeah. So, you know, and, and uh, Shabadoo had actually a lot of movie credits and a lot of TV credits too. Um, Disco Fever, Xanadu. Xanadu, Xanadu which is baby. awesome. He got to work with Gene Kelly, yeah. which is also cool because they do that rooftop scene in Electric Boogaloo. That's right. You know, and he he gives he gives a turbo like he gives him shit about like what you're gonna dance with a broom. What that's not gonna make you famous or win you anything. Yeah, well, like uh, this little shot, and then he goes and does it. I wasn't. I think Fred Astaire did the whole. What was it? The coat hanger thing, right? Right. So well, there's actually two tributes to Fred Astaire. Was the broom. And then the when when uh when Boogaloo Shrimp dances in the room and upside down, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that, that that was kind of cool. Yeah, you know, I, I was just like I was kind of hoping they would throw like a thing to Gene Kelly because of Xanadu. Yeah, and, and being in Xanadu. Yeah. But I guess Fred Astaire was the the better dancer, right? Well, I, the the, the director was a fan of Fred Astaire. Oh, okay. So that that's how they tied it in. And then he was so impressed with Boogaloo Shrimp's dancing. Dude, that guy was incredible. Yeah, he was amazing. He was amazing. And then uh, the, and then we talked about it earlier uh, on the phone was until, you know, we were researching this episode, I had no idea that Boogaloo Shrimp was only 16 years old in the first breaking, which was impressive. I mean, he was a kid. Gotta, he was a baby. I, I can't remember what he looks like. I got I to gotta look it up right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know what made him look good? He was so flacco, too. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the little thin mustache. Holy shit. But uh but yeah, so Xanadu, obviously breaking two and break or breaking one and breaking two. Um Tango and Cash. Oh, Boogaloo Shrimp him in, in Tango kind of Boogaloo Shrimp is, is is turbo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. So Chambers. <laughs> and then uh Lombada. Lombada, dude, with a young Malora Harden. Yeah. And You're then, gonna have to watch that movie. It's a great movie. And then um Guess what he plays in that movie? You're asking, you're asking Gilbert. A gangster. Yeah. Name Cause, Ramon. Because he's from he's a Latin king. Uh, Shit, his name was Ramon in the movie. But um, there was a there was one where I looked up his credits, uh, like it was a rave movie, and I watched the trailer for it, and it just looks so intense. It was set in 1993. Yeah. It looks like a straight to video thing, and yeah. it just looks horrible. <laughs> but it's like rave all of a sudden the the head raver is giving the girl drugs and he's like don't give my sister drugs and then she overdoses so then he's gonna kill him and they're like no man don't kill him and whatever it just looks really bad but i'm probably gonna watch it too uh, <laughs> but uh so aside from lombada his tv credits include uh what's happening obviously we, we talked about it earlier uh miami vice he was on the super mario brothers super show i don't remember that I don't remember it either, but I looked up a, an episode, the episode that he was on. I don't remember that show at all. Apparently, it existed. Was John Leguizamo in it? No, <laughs> he was, that, was, that, was, that was the movie. And the, guy from, and the guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, he was also in Married with Children. And we get a Kids Incorporated too. Just, just go, throw it in there. Throw it in there, man. I, I, Gilbert, there it is, Martika. Yeah, buddy. Pew, pew, pew. The legendary Martika. So. 
you know, the, like Eric uh, Eric mentioned, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it was a big part of our childhood, actually. So that was one of the first movies I saw in the movie theater, and then I, you know, and and then actually went to see Beat Street after. Uh, but uh, it, that, you know, you watch the movie now. I I does it hold up? Eh. Yes, it does. I think, like we talked about it earlier, part two to us became the better one, but it's, it's, it is because look, you know what it is. It, Carlos, it's, it's, it's an innocent movie. Was an origin story. Yeah, we had to get to know Turbo, Special K, and Ozone. And Ozone. And we had to understand what the streets were like in LA <laughs> in 1984. <laughs> Listen, then, I, you know, once the characters were established, they just fucking came out with breaking two electric boogaloo. They threw in a bunch of colors, and it's like one I, music scene after another. And it's uh, what a breaking movie should be. Like, uh, I don't need acting, just show me cool dancing. Hey, weird B, trippy shit. B Street was a I, drama. And there was know, a listen, lot of- and it was fucking boring as shit. No, I, see, I'm, I hate Beat Street, dude. I see. How I'm the you? opposite. I I'm a Beat Street guy. I didn't like. I didn't like. Uh, um, I didn't like. I especially didn't like. Even back then, when I was a kid, I didn't like uh, Part Two. Oh my God! Part, so- part One I did love because I mean that was, you know, not your first introduction to to Breaking, but I mean it was you know like especially the soundtrack was incredible. And both of them, both soundtracks. I, you know, I don't know. The part Two the I didn't like that much. The only one I liked was Dindara from uh, Part Two. Damn. I think you need to listen to them again. But um, but still, I found Beat Street to be more gritty. And it was like, I think a more representation of like hip hop culture. But we were eight years old, dude. Uh, like, uh, what kind of you grit did you need in your life? I think that's why I, I, I connected with Electric Boogaloo so much because it was so colorful and just happy. Yeah. It had a better message than part one, you know? It's like saving the neighborhood. You gotta give, I'm, I'm kind of offended what, that, that you, you didn't like the, the soundtrack to the second one when it's pretty much all the same artists. Same song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, but even, but and even, it was produced by Ollie. Yeah. But but <laughs> even Electric Boogaloo, the song, the uh, Ollie and uh, uh, what's, it, what's, what's the other name? Ollie I forgot. And Jerry. Jerry. Ollie and Jerry. The um, Ain't No Stopping Us is way better than Electric Boogaloo. The song oh, itself. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, well, Dude, how many soundtracks are you going to listen to? Every song's fucking fantastic. But, like, I mean, you have Ice-T and Chris Glover and both both uh, soundtracks. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ollie and Jerry, I they have the When I See You, the the, the hospital scene. That song's dope as shit. Um, yeah, it sounds just like that. <laughs> and then uh, well, even the beat is a great song. I love that song. Yeah. Well, Carolyn, the end, Carolyn, we Town- thought it was. Remember that we thought it was Irene Cow. <laughs> yeah, but K- Carolyn Towns has a great voice. That's a the the, the song that I believe in the beat. That it, it's a great song. Um, you know, it, it's, and, and they play the one. What's the? Well, they play "Get Off" right. The party people get off in the club too at Radiotron. Yeah. When that when when Turbo goes, and that's when he asks him for help. Yeah. And he turns him down. Right. And when you see that one guy with the mask on, like I always thought that guy was cool too. Mi- and Mr. it was just such a intense Mr. scene. That's Mr. Animation. That's Mr. That's Animation a, in an otherwise jovial movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it's let look. So, like for example, the 
Hot Streak, the Body Rock. You know, everybody will know that song because of Work It, Missy Elliott's Work It. You know, like I never made the connection. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to them now. Yeah, and then, but that's the Body Rock. Yeah, the the first part, the first thing you hear is when you hear uh. uh oh, no, it's, it's. I think I just did safety dance. Yeah, you did something else. He totally did safety dance. <laughs> but uh, guys, and how about the introduction of Shakira to the world? That was not Shakira. Turbo's girlfriend. That was not Shakira. <laughs> Are you sure? Watch that shit. I that, 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 that looks Shakira was nothing. like six years old, man. Her older she was sister. Even... Yeah. <laughs> That, oh man, I, I love that girl, man. That, no, that, dude, it's, he gave she gave Lucinda Dickey some competition in that one. I don't know, man. Lucinda Dickey. I mean, she would remember Ninja Three domination, bro. Ninja Three take hot showers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed, Gilbert. That that's how you feel about the soundtrack. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, I just this I, is I, the I, same guy that told you he liked Beat Street, but you know, like, are you really gonna listen to him? I do, I do like Beat Street. I, I love all three of them. <laughs> I love all three of them equally. I love. And all... it's just that Beat Street was such a downer movie, man. Yeah, it but, was hey, sad. Listen, when, when Ramon dies, and yes, fuck, bro. Yeah, fuck, this is this is yeah. I mean, that was hurtful. Fuck spit for life. Po- Puerto Rican Puerto Rican graffiti artist murdered. Yeah. You know, I think that's what Beat Street captured. That you know, that's where we're that we're was that was gritty, Gilbert. That one was gritty, and but both, I mean, look, both had so much to contribute to to hip hop culture. Oh, of course, yeah. New York City Breakers. You had you also had um, Rock Steady Crew and Beat Street. You had the lock the um, the lockers. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, they're all legend. Pop and Taco, look up his credits and all the shit that he's choreographed and been into. Sounds was, delicious. Uh, was Shabadoo in Beat Street? No. No, no. No, no. Hence, breaking wins the competition. Game's <laughs> <laughs> over. But it was, you know, it was... Uh, hey, man, and, and good, good acting job, right? Like, he, he was... There's some shit that, that kind of sucks, but carried the movie pretty well. He was good. <laughs> Because it was the first time they had ever done anything like that. No, yeah, and it, and it was like well, kind of, nobody's. Yeah, it was, and they, you know, and they got picked up on a whim. It wasn't like, you know, that they were, hey, look, we made this movie for you, or you have a few acting credits. No, it's, it was, it was on the whim. We wanted to do a movie about breakdancing, and they grabbed those two guys. Dude, and not not only do you have um, Shabadoo, but to grab a sixteen year old kid who had never acted before. And I actually think he was the better actor in the movie than everybody else. Well, they 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 didn't let him talk much. <laughs> no, but he, but but his facial expressions in certain moments. And his and his aversion to women, especially Special K, was pretty funny too. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> I'm telling you, but, man, there was something else going on. There. There's a little subtext here. Uh, let, let's not do that to Shabadoo, man. The guy deserves. No, I'm not. Uh, what? Well, what's wrong with that? If he is, that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> But uh, I but just yeah. love how they try to mix the whole "I'm hard," but then they'll deliver a line like that, you know. Yeah, first of all, that that's Hollywood hard yeah. in the eighties. Hey, man, you know we should work on some new moves, man. <laughs> Turbo, yeah, something fresher than fresh, man. Something something funkier than funky. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you can't. I mean, you can never be. You can never be hard on a tube top. So. The two, th- and he wore them all the time, man. Yeah, 
But I can't wear that shit because then my bitch tits would confuse people, man. <laughs> Yo, but this guy was rocking them, and it's like. <laughs> Turbo had the better fashion. I think Turbo dressed cool. Yeah, he Turbo had that one, the Rising Sun shirt that I really like. Yeah, you know, and and it was just like, but Ozone questionable. Uh, although there was that one scene when they get into the fight that he looked like that he had the trench coat and he looked like uh, who's this guy from the Terminator? Uh, uh, no, he, I think he looked like more the, like he looked more like Morpheus, like when he had that yeah, long. And, yeah. and his hat was fucking bad as fuck. Yeah. But and again, he did use it as a prop. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, watch old videos of him in like the 70s, early 80s. How that was, he talks about there's, I'll send you guys the link to the video, how he used his hats for props all the time. And whatever he was wearing, he tried to incorporate it in his dancing and how easily he does it. Like, seamless. He does have but, a flow. Dude, it, it's the guy moves so slick. Yeah. When, when you watch, uh, right, right when they actually, um, like go up against the judges in the first movie when when he starts doing the leg swipes across the foot dude he looks like he's floating like the guy was smooth as shit and he didn't show off as much as he could have in in the in the movies because watch old videos of him dancing the guy was fucking incredible and yeah, i think he could do anything right because he was like a mix of everything where where turbo was more of a break dancer yeah, yeah. he was he was a legit break dancer yeah you know Ozone was a dancer. Yeah, he was like he could a, do anything. Yeah. But also look look at when he started. Like he started right was when you know part of the disco era into breaking. And then it, it was so new when you know, like they would show the videos where people are still disco dancing, and all of a sudden you see this guy in the background doing shit that that doesn't match anybody else on the floor. Right. And then um what are the, I wonder what the, do do you guys know what the origins of that style of dancing was? It, it actually goes back to like Cab Calloway, like a lot of those guys. Jazz. Yeah, it goes a lot to the jazz dancers, but he moves like a jazz dancer. You know, he does it like a you know like high kicks and all of that. But and he incorporates like like jazz performance. Look at his face when he start or like yeah like yeah, he, he, yeah he they're very... animated. Yeah, it's it's a lot of old. So that's. That's where a lot of that style came from. Remember those guys from Chicago, from the Midwest into the West Coast? They, it wasn't introduced like it was in New York, where you know it was disco dancers taking disco to the floor. It was these guys were incorporating jazz because it was in Chicago. And, you know, old school Chicago had a lot of, you know, the jazz was prevalent there, and so it was in the Midwest. So they they incorporated a lot of that into their break dancing, and. But it was it, it was jazz hands. That's right, Gilbert. <laughs> but uh, it, it it's uh, which is awesome because the name the the final show was street jazz. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The, the first one. Yeah. But you gotta love that scene when he just comes up. He's like, "We're gonna take this," and it's the ozone street dancer yeah. that he comes up and whatever they start dancing and like about a minute into it, and they're like, the the one judge is like. Wait, wait, yeah, he saw something, yeah. He just needs to give him a minute. He gave him the opening, yeah. and then they just go yeah. off from there. Which I still don't understand how they got it because they were all over the place. There's <laughs> no choreography in there whatsoever. Everybody's look, doing some random look, shit. But look how clean it was at the end. I think it was a little cleaner. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It, and they brought when the they're... street kids together. Yeah, well, and and, and it's funny because it, uh, Pop and Taco and uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, let me see. I have it here. I keep on forgetting. Something burrito. <laughs> no. Uh, it's the black dude. Little, little Coco. 
Little Coco. Coco. Little, yeah, that's, little that's Coco. A good name. So they're both in the in the last performance. You know, and then and and the little kid Special in the K gets a little physical with uh Pop and Taco. Yeah. Like she she touches him. <laughs> and then uh but look man, it, it's the guy's a fucking legend. They're all legends. But here's another here's another fine quote from that movie. Oh, hey, come on, let's turn the music up. That's Ozone too. <laughs> Telling you, man, there was something going on there. I I think it was Hollywood's perception of what the street was, which was not very accurate. Can I? Can I uh, this is my last one. I promise. Ozone. Girls are whack, man. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> There's a lot of subtext going on That's there, right? Should've, uh, you should have prepared me that you were going to do this. I would go, and now reading by Eric Gutierrez. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, I, I kid, man, but and those, I, I'm, I'm fucking around, but those movies, man, they were incredible. He he was a big part of my life. He he got me ripping up cardboard and trying to, to break dance and shit. I was horrible. Yeah. Like, I, I tried to do a backspin, and I'd maybe go a quarter. But I always said maybe it's because I'm left-handed and we live in the northern <laughs> hemisphere, so I'm spinning the opposite way. If you were so Australia, if you were Australia, you were good. Yeah, if I spun with the world, I'd be better. Yeah, if he was Aus- know, if he was in Australia, he'd be a fucking legend. Right I'd now. be amazing. <laughs> I'd be able to windmill. Connecticut. God damn it, man! That one move, I could never windmill. That. Um, but, but yeah, I love to watch him dance because his dancing wasn't break dancing. You know, it was, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was, yeah, he do. Well, that's what we were watching today. It was like, you had the, the, the pop and lock and then you had the whacking, which we learned today that it was like, it was brought on by the gay community, Yeah. you know, and, and they talked about the whole difference between that and voguing where whacking was just like performance artists and you're just being very loud and visible with everything. And he did a lot of it and he's awesome. There's this one move where he does that. I think it's in the battle in part one. That he just starts going, you know, bouncing off yeah. the floor yeah. and just shake it. And it just looks so fucking, it's the dumbest shit you'll ever see, but it looks so cool. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to do that, but it doesn't uh, work. But uh, well, I wanted to go back to the, to the fashion part. Now, remember, like I told you, a lot of that, remember, it goes back to those old jazz guys. And then you go, like Cab Calloway, oh, look, pants, look how he has a right? big hat. And what then were those pants called back in the, in the, Z Carrigi? No, no, they had a name, Zoot Suits. The Zoot Suits. Zoot suits yeah. yeah, Zoot Suits. Yeah, so, but if you look, look at his pants. They're the pants that belong to the Zoot Suit, mm-hmm. you know? And then the big hat, you know, the, yeah. So he was dressed like like a, a breakdancing pimp, pretty much, you know, like that's. And it was, it was different back then, man. And that's what's cool, too, because you, you watch those old, like, Houdini videos and stuff. Another person that passed away recently, yeah, too. Yeah, rest in peace, Houdini. Um, who, what was his name? Ecstasy. Ecstasy. But they would wear short shorts. You don't remember him wearing short shorts with a leather jacket. Yeah, like jacket, biker shorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Biker shorts, leather yeah. jacket, no shirt, and a hat. So but do you do you not remember do you not remember what um uh what uh wow um Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five looked like? Yeah, like bondage. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ice T in 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 uh in both in movies. This movie. In he both movies. Great yeah. in leather and spikes. Yeah. So that that was the thing about about when when Run DMC came, like they they dressed like the people from the streets would dress. So like you know they would they brought the shell toes and the leather jackets and stuff like that because these other these other guys, I yeah. mean you you, you, you got to remember <laughs> you got to remember they Run DMC were younger, 
So that that's what what the street was at that time. These were guys that came up during the disco era. So that style was still flashy and like look at look at Dr. Dre. But it's also it, it was no, but it's also because uh, remember when we talked about before how how the kinship between punk rock and and hip hop in the in the early um, in the early eighties and that that was like the punk rock style was you know like with the with the uh, you know what's what this thing called like yeah the, but yeah but metal blah 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 whatever right but when you when you I am looking at a picture that Grandmaster found crazy right and there's this one dude that's wearing speedos. A black guy, right? Speedos, yellow speeders, a gold robe with a belt around on the outside that yeah. has an awesome buckle that probably says something cool, and a yellow Kango hat. Yeah, yeah they, they used to be wild back then. Oh, like, that, yeah, that, but but that's, but that's crazy. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, but but that's that's the point that I'm making. So remember, re, like remember what people looked like if you look at old pictures of Studio Fifty Four when there was no hip hop, when it was just you know like disco. Okay. Cocaine. Cocaine. Well, yeah, it's that. That's that's what started. Remember, that's what started breaking was these these guys that would go to discos and they would take the moves to the floor and then they started adding you know all these all these uh, moves. But that that was the way they looked like because I mean, uh, Boogaloo. I mean not Boogaloo. Uh, Shabadoo wasn't young going into the movie. Like he was he was already older. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then now look at the way uh, like Boogaloo Shrimp dressed. He dressed because he was 16 years old. That that was already the fashion going into the 80s. You know when this guy was still holding on to the fashion of the 70s. Look at the dance moves. You know they, they were already different. There's a huge contrast between both of them in the way they dance, because it was already moving into one era and finishing another one. But Eric, you look like you were going to say something. No, because uh, you know you mentioned cocaine and Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> You know what song I heard today, and what a fucking awesome song! White, White lines. lines, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I played it when I uh, just got into the shower. And eighties Miami anthem. Eighties <laughs> Miami song anthem is so incredible, man. Was yeah, that the, was in the, Beat Street, right? Dude, that no, that uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Beat Street, yes, in Beat Street. Yeah, yeah, Street. That was in yeah. Beat Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that but dude, just, that that starts like and the guy's telling you, like, yeah, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> let me let me tell you what this is. Yeah. But what a fucking awesome song, man! And sorry, I know we one did the white lines, man, and Grandmaster Flash. Like Look, it's if, just, they go together. If you guys, if you guys haven't heard the the, which is awesome, because look what they were rapping about and what the disco scene was about. Okay, you know it's yeah. like they let's get away from this. They were doing everything opposed to what was popular at that yeah. time. You know, it relates to your punk and yeah. And then also, but remember that that's when when rapping started. It was they were like the street news report. You know, they would tell you what's going on in the street. This is and if pay attention to what Ice T is doing in the movie. He's telling you like he's giving you the play by play. Yes, it's yeah. a it's a square dance. Yeah, it, like that not, shit. I you know, it, it, and and he's good at it because he's he's even playing out the scene where like. When, when, when Electro Rock is coming, yeah, when yeah, and when they goes, lose. hey, Ozone, don't leave mad, just go. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's so good and it's yeah. seamless. It's yeah. probably written for the show, but I have a feeling Ice Ice T could probably do this, like ad lib, you know, whatever they call it, freestyle, right? Yeah. Freestyle, mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. not ad lib. <laughs> but but that was that. It was it was a play by play, and if you listen to old, like old MCs and DJs, like even like what even when they started in Sedgwick Park 
it that's what they're doing they're they're rapping they're talking that's you know like the old school term of rapping they're talking and then rap turned into rhythm and poetry and then that's when it became hip-hop but when you listen when you listen to those old they're just telling you the play-by-play hey this is good the, you know the club is fresh everybody you know like that sound that's what they were doing it's we're gonna talk they were really a master of ceremony like the dj was the performer and then i'm here to you know you know and hype up the be, show. and they'd be talking about how dope the dj was yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, eric i think maybe that's what you should do for gilbert we'll bring this shit back you just hype up uh, gilbert while he djs <laughs> Let's do it, man. Yeah, but uh, it, it's look, man. It, it's those movies, and, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I can't even remember. Was I breaking before this, or, or you know, did it all happen at the same time? You know, I, I remember seeing this in the Omni, like and coming out and just running onto the fucking floor in the lobby right. and doing a spin, like in front of everybody as they're walking out because. Every every everybody everybody was that. I mean, no, who nobody had seen that. Nobody had seen that. Like, if who would have thought that the endings or the credit scene in Flashdance would be so monumental to Breaking? And and and, and, and the, like how about him, the ending credit scenes to Breaking One already announcing the second movie? Yeah. yeah. First yeah. and only time I've kind of ever. Oh, that's seen right. That. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah that, that 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 Back to the Future. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. they're already saying, "Hey guys, do you?" Th- yeah, we're, we're the beginning. Yeah. We're get now. And you, you know, there was a part and three. There's, a, there's an after credit scene at the yeah. very end of yeah. that. So they weren't doing it before the Avengers were, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were the original Fuck Marvel. You, Marvel. Fuck you. <laughs> you. You know, there was a part three. No. Yeah, with uh, Mario Van Peebles, and the only thing that ties all three is Ice T. Uh, let Wait, me see. They actually are you, made this movie? Are you not? Are you, I think you're talking about New Jack City. Groove. Oh, no, I think New Jack City. About Groove. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll tell you. Doesn't that movie start with white lines too? I don't no, know. Right? I, I don't see that that was the more about crack. Yeah, it was crack. crack. <laughs> I never tried crack. crack. Yeah. It was so. The the trilogy ends with this movie. It was a trilogy. Yeah. Uh, Rapid, rap. Oh, see, that's that's where they went wrong. Yeah, they should have called it breaking. The world rap. wasn't ready for rap yet. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Man. Yeah. This is a true story. <laughs> oh my god. So Yo, they didn't even put rapping. They even did the n. Yeah, an apostrophe. Like holy shit. So and it's funny because they never mentioned that the three tie in. In other circles, they always refer to it as uh, breaking three. Holy shit, and it's even Golden Globus. Yeah. So, Those canon guys, bro. They were something yeah. else, man. Yeah. But uh hey, pero cast it had two. Did yeah. you see who's in that? Mario Van Peoples, Eric LaSalle, yeah. Kadeem Harrison, Hardison, sorry. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I'm gonna have to look this movie up too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a Mario Van Peoples fan, man. Yeah, but it's I I'm going back to, to what what this all meant. And and you know and of course the 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 legend that unfortunately is no longer with us, uh, you know we talking about how you know fashion music and you got to see the the birth of that part of of the elements of hip hop, you know, the keyed in into into the most important parts was was DJ, you know because 
you, I, I mean, you know, you had Chris the Glove. You know, he was he was he was featured a lot in the movie. You know, like him scratching and doing all that stuff. And mm-hmm. then you had obviously, you know, another element of hip hop, which was which was the breaking. And you know, was there graffiti in in breaking or no? No, there was no. There in the was background, background, but it wasn't yeah. featured. It yeah. was like at the focal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think I, I think I, I that's why I think I, I like B Street better the, because, and it had the and, and the guy, the guy was the DJ. Remember, he was like yeah. the the main the yeah. main guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess you know, personal preference. Well, there was a, a spray can which was the electro rock. <laughs> Got it. I guess that's how you sent the message. Back yeah. in 1984. No, but but now you also you throw also throw a spray can through a yeah. window instead but, of a real walk. But now I I assume things played out this way was, you know, <laughs> this is back to my assumption portion of the no, nothing like in sync. Something about last pass. Yeah. No. So th- think about it this way: Hollywood sees this part of street culture that is cool and everybody's into, and now they got to market it. You know, so they got to take the gritty out of it and make it palatable and marketable. So, you know, they made it lighthearted and fun. And, you know, so of course you take the grittiness out of it. And then all of a sudden somebody wants to say, no, let's make the real version of what the streets are. And then they make Beat Street. Nah, but they they came out basically simultaneously. Yeah, but I mean, you got to realize these products, it's not like they, they made it and then all of a sudden Beat Street came, was made in the four months. It was, you know, a movie will take, you know, almost a year to make. You know what's going on in another set that, hey, this is what they're working on. Well, and, and guys, the studio was a big element, too. Yeah, that's Added true. Added films, yeah. made schlocky films. They just that's pushed. What they were known they were for. Like yeah. yeah, There's a good documentary about it. If, if you want to see it, it's called Electric Boogaloo, the story of Canon Films. And it's amazing. Those guys were just pumping put, out movies. Yeah. yeah, pumping them out. Yeah. And they would get any genre, you know. They they gave us yeah, they didn't um, give a shit. Yeah. Move, missing in action. Yeah. The reason Chuck Norris is so popular right now, well, that and his awesome karate skills, but yeah. you know, like did so you say that's, that's why it's so popular right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that was a big thing, you know. They just they didn't care, man. They just went for it, and they were pushing like B movies, yeah, and putting a, a A list movie funding into it and market yeah. marketing money into it. Yeah, like, dude, you remember in the 80s, how many times didn't you see that logo, the the Canon logo in the beginning of a movie? And you that, knew you were in for something good. Yeah. That one and, and the Orion one. Orion was big uh, too, yeah. yeah Orion yeah, but, was one of my favorite. But, Shit, man, over the top. They gave us Superman 4, the quest for peace. <laughs> the, the worst Superman movie of all time. <laughs> there was a reference to it in, in Wonder Woman 84 too. In the mall... Yeah, that movie. They sucks. have Nuclear Man signed in there. Yeah, that movie sucks. God, it's so bad. But uh, but yeah, I mean, look, this is say what you want, Gilbert. <laughs> this was history. And I mean, he's 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 and the he's, guy is a phenomenal dancer and a fucking. He was a legend. He he had a a, a cartoon named after him, and he's great. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? No man, what, what, what a fucking career man just off a of dancing. Yeah. I know it's badass. A dance show. You yeah. got to start on a dance show. Like that's yeah. fucking amazing, dude. But and but look it's when you hear all these backstories about look when we started dude, already starting off with Tony Basil fucking uh you know rerun that you know already or, already already 
legendary. Like you already know that these that they're already well known and established street dancers. And then to take this guy and a 16 year old kid, put him in a movie and bring hey, street dancing to the dicky out of that. Oh, I wanted I actually wanted to touch on that. They did you I think you guys my, that was my crush for the longest time. No, I think that was a lot of guys' crush for a long time. Shit. Mine, no. mine was mine. Mine was Ray Dancha. No, Beat Street. Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> not not in Same any year, nineteen eighty-four. I know. But uh, it, did you guys see? I it, they did a a breaking reunion during during the pandemic. I no. sent you guys the videos of that. I don't uh, remember seeing that. Well, way to go, guys. So it's it's cool because they uh they talked to uh to Shabadoo, and you know. Like the, I think it's like three or four of the cast members are on it. And they actually take the time to say the respect that they have for Lucinda Dickey because she learned how to dance in a very short period of time. So break they dance. Yeah, break dance. Because she was she a was a train, dancer. yeah, she was a trained dancer. Yeah. But it, it's cool. And a ninja. And a ninja. <laughs> and no, well, she did have gym, some gymnastic experience too. Yeah, that I know this, but no. But she says it in the in the in when they're talking. Oh no, about I it. just know it from stocking. Yeah, and then uh, you know they were giving her a lot of props and how she ended up becoming a credible person in the culture because of how quick she picked it up. Because it's not like it, it's she picked it up in a very short. They said it was that scene where they're teaching her how to dance. They said, well, that's pretty much what it felt like. And they were so impressed how quick she picked it up. And like uh, Michael Chambers was like, she was like, no, he's like, it was phenomenal. Like a lot of the credit and and she doesn't get enough of it is how quick she learned how to do what we do. And she and, took up the the style and culture, man. Yeah. Because, you know, when she's telling James, we're going to, no, we're going to cut them. I love that scene where yeah. you're going to bring a blade or something. Yeah. But, but can, can we just mention one thing about the, let's go back to the battle in Breaking One. Which one? The first the one? The second one. The second one? They didn't meet her. No. They didn't no, they, meet they, her they, 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 they fucking outdanced yeah. the Electro Rock in that battle. It was just so nasty, the shit that they were doing to them. No, you they, know, they, they stopped them before. That was just, you know, like... Yeah, well, he starts yeah. off by sliding in between both of them. When they come under yeah. him, and it's like, oh. Yeah. That, that, that battle was badass. And Yeah, they didn't need her. And look, think about it. The first but she was great. She came in, she did her flips, and yeah. you know, she brought, you know, there was there was something nice there. You know, but, yeah. but I do like what she what I do like when she gets in front of uh, lollipop and like you know, yeah, like oh, what the, what the fuck up? now, bitch. Yeah. What's up? But yeah. <laughs> well, but that's a, so those guys were all friends, right? In real life. But the battle in Beat Street like, was actually a real a real battle. They really battled each other. Okay. The, when the New York City Breakers and the Rock City crew, they that was there was no choreography. They really battled. In I don't scene. know, man. The tension felt kind of real in, in Breaking <laughs> One. And two. The I think the second the, the there second was battle. There in Part Two, man. That's true. That's true. But uh, was that supposed to be a real fight? Like, are we supposed to think that that was, or was that supposed to be a dance battle? I'm still confused by that because they even ran off. Like, you know, when 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 you get into a fight. And then the person leaves, the, like the defeated per- that that even happened. But they were just dancing, you know. Like you think they would have just, hey man, good good job, you know. That was good dancing. <laughs> I dig your moves. I dig yeah, your moves. Yeah, like holy shit, man, that was nice. Hey, when you did that little thing there with the wrist, and it got me. 
Yeah, but dancers will give themselves props all the time. Like uh, you've been in circles, Gilbert. Like it, it's people give each other props. Like oh shit, that, that was pretty. And cool. and it, it is cool because there you, you do feel that aggression, but it's like these guys are dancing; they're not gonna hurt anybody. Especially now, like wait, now that you tell me that he was a Latin king, Ozone didn't look intimidating. You know, he didn't. No, he was. He didn't look like 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 a but, rough dude. No, but he even he even talks about it like he was just known as a good looking guy. You know, like. But he yeah, was, but that'll fuck you up undercover, man. Yeah, but you also got to realize too, man. Then there's, uh, you know, he was a kid. He was living in, in, you know, one of the roughest parts in the country. You know, like sometimes you just do shit like that for survival. You and know, he had, but, the, he had the one, that, the one earring with the yeah, like the feather, the feather, the feather. and the te- and like the like a tooth or something. I don't know. I mean, he's the reason why I bought like. I don't know if you guys ever wore the the what are they called like studded uh gloves Eric, we, we have a picture of both of us together with the studded gloves. Oh that was recent, but I'm saying as a little kid. <laughs> oh no, I know I had them too. I had I I think I, I took a studded belt from Gilbert that I still have in my closet. Yeah, you you a white one. You've been known to, you've been known yeah, to take do you want clothes. it back? No, it's okay. Okay, you know that's good. That's Eric's fucking move. It's I'm gonna borrow something, you're gonna forget about it. I'll let you know that I well, haven't in, used in all offense. It didn't fit you guys anymore, and that's why I borrowed it. <laughs> all right? Isn't is Eric? I mean, isn't Gilbert? Did I, what did I say in all offense? Yeah. I, I think I'm supposed to say in my defense. And yes. Gilbert, and I guess Gilbert, I'm just straight up attack. Uh-huh. And Gilbert is smaller than you. Now, but not during that time. But yeah. That, so it, you can borrow it back, Gilbert. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'll be, I'll be sure. But yeah, dude, I I had I had the stu- the studded bracelet, uh, the studded gloves. I never had the belt. Speaking of which, is I never had to make a move to to try. Let's drop some weight this year, man. To what? I really have to, man. I, I I think I'm like feeling symptoms of a heart attack or something. What'd you say? We're gonna do? We, that we should make some moves to actually drop weight this year. Why don't we do something bodega style? And a bodega yeah. weight challenge. Yeah, not, not a weight challenge, but I mean, <laughs> fuck, man. Yo, I am out of control, man. I can't stop eating, dude. And, and then and then we do a dance battle after. And, and then I found out that the way I make coffee is horrible. It's the it's... worst way possible, French press. So now I've, I've actually stopped drinking coffee. I don't know if I'm going to do the pour over or just stop altogether. Uh, or, or we could talk about the episode. Whatever, man. Let's, you know, like. <laughs> we sure I'm, I'm sure Shabba do like coffee. Yeah, I'm sure he was also in shape. He was in shape. So, but uh, skinny is not a shape, guys. No, the guy was in shape. He wasn't skinny. He was the he guy was in shape. Street dancer. He was a street dancer. And and lollipop still has it too, man. You know what's in shape too? That's one thing about dancers, man. They keep their form, dude. Yeah, well, that's shit. a lot of fucking cardio. Like think think about rehearsals when those guys when those people dance. Yeah, look at Gilbert. I think I'm just gonna start dancing by myself in here. There you go, dude. There you go. Just or you know what you should do? Study the choreography and then like do it over and over and practice. I swear to God, if I find one of those old breaking tapes and just learn how to do those. Except the one with Vin Diesel. Don't get that one. Why? I heard it was pretty good. It's terrible. If anything, I can I I I can give you just dance so you can just do. (laughs) No, no, I want on the PlayStation. I want moves that I could apply in the real world. <laughs> you're the, you're if the I ever get in a battle situation, I'm ready to throw down. Yeah, dude. Get a, get a broom, start learning the broom thing. Which was we, so, we all know was, everybody we're... was so fucking pissed about it. Like, we know it's fake. We could see the strings. Yeah, I don't think they cared. Yeah, no, man. It was, well, yeah. it was a good yeah. dance scene, dude. Yeah, that's that was, cool. that was 
most iconic scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's like, Boogaloo Shrimp had both of the most iconic dancings in both in both movies. Yeah, that the, uh, the and, house scene was, yeah, was and, great. And it was cool. Oh, were, the house scene. I remember that. Yeah, and there and it's cool that there were both tributes to Fred Astaire. Like that was cool. Yeah. And he got Shakira. And that, that's not Shakira. I gotta look her up now. I don't you even know. To, I sort of got looked her up, man. Let, I found yeah. her name and I lost it. Wait, let's I'll pull up her name. But not Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Let's see. So this is good podcasting right here. Everybody's taking a break to look no, up. No, uh, it's all right. I mean, we could continue talking. Let's focus on, let's do something for this year and, and drop some weight, man. Electric boogaloo. So how, did you talk to Nikki about, about like, should we do drip pour? Is that what we should be doing? Are we still talking about um, We're still talking yeah. about that. Listen. I'm still I've I've still been doing the, the French prints for now. Her her name her her I straight cafetera for me, homie. The <laughs> Sabrina Garcia. She looks better. She looks better now. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have that curly jerry curl hair, bro. That's not her. No. There's another picture that I showed. No. Oh, that girl's like, no, man, that's not her. There's one that has her side by side with her before and after, and she has straight hair. Not that I was stalking either. Just, Jesus you know, Christ, Derek. I was doing research for the. I, I, ho- I hope that's not her. No, that's definitely. <laughs> not her. That's definitely not her. But um, so yeah, man. So that that pour over, I think, has been the best solution. But you have to use like the paper filters. Okay. But if I get that, I'm gonna have to get the carafe, and then I'm also gonna have to get that special kettle with the the little spout. Oh, I do remember her, and she does look like Shakira. She honestly, honestly like Shakira, bro. when She's you said beautiful. when you said special kettle, I thought you were gonna come back and talk about special, special K. K. But well, special K, man, tribute to her, dude, and and Shabadoo got that, bro. No, well, I they dated after the show. No, they didn't. They he have. was he was he was married to Lila Rashad. Oh. He Who's, was married to Lila Rashad, and not only was she he married to Lila Rashad, she's in the opening scene, like when they're dancing with oh, John. When yeah, you see John, yeah, when you see John, John Claude Van Damme, that was his wife. I did not know that she, he was married to her. Yeah. Holy shit! Damn, bro. All right, man. Good job, Shabadoo. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad that you guys uh, joined me along and in, in, in remixing the remix episode and doing a, a tribute to Shabadoo. Nah, man, I I kind of like I know I know Gilbert got upset because we didn't do the Van Halen show, but but I don't know you know it's funny Shabadoo and Breaking was bigger to me than than Van Halen was. It yeah. meant more to me than than that. Yeah. Look, he's still mad. He's still <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, um, no. I'm okay. No, that's a different subject. Again, and I don't know if it was the movie or the music or just a combination of all things, but yeah. damn, man, I was wearing like checkered shirts, those hats with the long tails. Yeah. After after watching this movie. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, look, this is Eric. You know, I've always been a huge fan of of break dancing. You know, and and we all uh, have. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, but this is. I mean, the first movies I remember, like legitly, me asking my mother, "Hey, could you take me to the movies to watch this movie?" Was Beat Street and Breaking. Those were the first movies I told my mom I need to see this movie. You know, so, and you know, I, I watched uh, Breaking the day before yesterday, and watched uh, Breaking Two this morning, and I, st- the nostalgia is still there. 
you know, and I still get excited to watch the movie. And, you know, it was, there's very few times where, you know, a celebrity passes and, and like, I feel it. And, you know, we talked about it in the Beastie Boys episode when we lost MCA. That's the, you know, that, because that was my childhood. And then I went, because Eric, you, you texted us that Shabadoo died. Dude, I, I was like, damn, you know, that that's, that's the bad part about getting older when you watch these little pieces, you know, disappearing. You're like, you know, that that's, you know, those are little moments in my childhood. And, and it's not like he had this huge career. He wasn't the biggest star, but. But he was he, iconic to us. He, he impacted me. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he had an effect on my life. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, we say that, we say the fact that, yeah, maybe he, he wasn't worldwide, but look at all the things that he did that paved the way for hip-hop as a culture you know and then um you know i mean shit he you know before when madonna was blowing up you know he choreographed the who's that girl tour you know lionel richie like they it was cool because they in uh in, a, in an interview they go you know hey uh do you want to choreograph uh you know all night long for lionel richie and he's like who's that is that the commodores dude you know, like, it, <laughs> you know, but uh, he goes, yeah, sure, I'll do that. But, you know, like, and to be relevant in, you know, not, not in the, not in the guest facing side of the business, but, you know, to, to ask to choreograph, you know, the performance for Three Six Mafia when they won the Grammy or the Oscar, you know, like, so, you know, it, it's these people, they're, they're all hidden in the background still you know, still, uh, still relevant, you know, like, you know, I know rerun passed away a long time ago, but you know, look before anybody knew who these people were, you know, they were already paving the way for hip hop as a culture, you know, everybody knows Tony Basil for Mickey, but how many people know that she's a world-class choreographer, you know, so and also an easy writer and also an easy writer. But you know, and 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 extremely respected as a dancer, and she was a street dancer. She was a breaker, you know. That that's cool as shit. And then as all these people kind of, you know, the shitty part about about living in this planet is, you know, we eventually our clock runs out. But look at hip hop now, and look at what people people don't realize that these people in the seventies and eighties, they were breaking barriers, you know. You know, unintended. Yeah, they, they were breaking barriers. You know, making these movies that they were being exposed for the first time, and people going, "What the fuck is this?" And then, you know, I guess that's how you could frame it. Or they were being exploited too. They were being exploited. Yeah, realistically. But you know what? It t- turned a lot of street kids to CEOs. You know, it, it it you know gave these kids a future that they didn't have. And it started with people like Shabadu, you know, which is, you know, it's, I, you know, Gilbert had mentioned the, you know, well, we didn't do an Eddie Van Halen tribute, but everybody knows Eddie Van Halen, you know, how many tributes will there be to Shabadu, you know, and, and, and tying into, to, you know, uh, what people thought was a fad and look how long hip hop's been around, look how long the culture has been around. Look how big breakdancing is, like the the Red Bull, court- like the the Red Bull battles. Look how huge they are, 
you know, you had shows like, uh, uh, what's, what was the show that the Jabberwockies were on? You know, that was a big show for MTV when that came out. Oh, yeah. You know, and, oh, and they're the, uh, breakdancing in the Olympics now. Breakdancing in the fucking Olympics. You know, like that, that's grand. I mean, it's probably Korea's going to win it all, but the. They're still you, the top dudes. Yeah, they're, they're fucking it's badass. Between them and the French, right? But I think the, the French are. The really French good. are really good too. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, the guy deserved the tribute. You know, he's one of the guys that paved the way for this culture. And uh, obviously, I'm a little biased because the guy's half Puerto Rican. But, you know, and he they, also had last name Gutierrez. Yeah, that, look, look at that. So, yeah, Eric, we so, might be related, dude. Yeah. I want to think we are. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, this, a lot of people are going to see this and go, you know, our, our younger people are going to say, who the fuck is Shabadoo? You know what? Now you guys know who he is. You know, the guy was a legend. And just watch, watch the movies. Watch the movies. They're, they're great movies, man. They're, they're Even Lombada is great. It has, you know what? Lombada, you even check out that movie. He's getting it too. <laughs> but, but you know what's cool is Breaking One and Two, they're innocent movies. Like you could watch them with your kids and enjoy it. You know, like it, it's not, there's no violence. There's no, you know, it's, it's. There is smoking. There is. I guess smoking was okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was, you know, it, it's that you could watch it with your kids. They'll be excited about the dancing. They're fun movies. You know, and they're lighthearted. Yeah, Beat Street will give you a little bit truer of what that t- period was, but, but, uh, but you know what? It, it's you know, re- remember, remember Shabadoo. He's the guy was a legend, and and if you're a fan of hip hop and you're a fan of break dancing, uh, you're a fan of the culture. The guy deserves his his space in history. So that's it. Anything else you guys want to add? Just want to remind everybody that there's no need to rinse after you brush your teeth. Just spit out the excess toothpaste and leave it in your mouth. That way the toothpaste doesn't work. No, man, I read an article the other day and I I was like, oh my God, people do that? You know, like you're not supposed to rinse your mouth after you brush your teeth. Thank you. You know, just spit out the excess and let let the, the fluoride do its shit, man. Was that was that your was that your was that your fact of the of the day? Knowledge. It, is, it is indeed dropping down. I, I, it, I honestly did not tip. know that. So try it today. It's not that bad, you know. <laughs> and then wait at least thirty minutes before you drink anything or Preferably swim in the pool. Water. I hope you're not drinking fluids after you brush your teeth. Especially not orange juice. The you worst. You do cow- know to wait like after. The, I can't drink like, anything well, for sorry, a while. Go ahead. I can't drink anything after a while because okay. I don't want the taste of toothpaste, and I want to enjoy my coffee. Cafetera. You should wait. Cafetera style. You brush your teeth. Like, if you drink coffee, you should wait at least 30 minutes after to, to brush your teeth. Because right. you still have the acids and stuff from the coffee. And, and knowing is half the battle, Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you guys can keep your French presses and your drips. I'm all ca- I'm cafetera all day. Do, I'm cafetera all I day. I'm going to go clean it. I, th- I think I'm going to give that up and soda this year, man. Uh, soda's fine, but I can't give up coffee. I don't know. I've been drinking, like, I'm not a big Coke drinker, but I find myself drinking Coke. Uh, and so it's, I, like, weird. It's like, I'm a, like, I want that taste, and I don't, I don't think I even like it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, so weird. I, I am okay with a few sips of Coke just because I like the burn. I like the, the soda burn. But, uh, Gilbert, you've been awfully quiet this whole episode. 
What are you talking about? I dropped I dropped a definitive Scooby Doo list knowledge right off the top. Yeah, hey man, Scrappy Dude is he is he not liked in, in those Scooby Doo? Yeah, he was. You know, they 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 brought him to to make it cute and yeah. All right. Oh, he so, was like that little white kid that they brought in different strokes. You exactly. That, all right, all right, all right. That little ginger fuck. All right. All right. Let, let's let's end this right. Let's all give right. the man his due respects. Now, now, now we've lost all our fucking redheaded fans because fucking Eric. But uh but guys, yeah, thank th- th- thank you for letting me change this episode and 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 give uh the man his just dues. Uh well the the Next episode will be the remix episode. Uh, so th- that'll be a fun one. But uh, Eric, anything else you want to say or, or give your give everybody any more pearls of wisdom? Cut your toenails. Happy New Year. Let's keep it positive this year. Bye. Gilbert. Peace out, y'all. Oh, no more peace and love, huh? This is total rebellion. Oh, tw- love, people, there you go. New year, new me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Things are changing. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We're out.